0: Hello everyone, this is Rich Sports Talk, Sports Talk Worth a Million. I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and it is time once again for another episode of So bold strategy, Cotton, let's see if it pays off for him That's right, bold strategy, and of course, I have a good one. It involves the NBA Draft, the NBA Draft Lottery, and that is... Zion Williamson shouldn't go to the New Orleans Pelicans. And he can do this in one of two ways. The simple answer is he can always go back to Duke. He had an incredible season last year with Duke. And I understand people worry about the injuries, but think of it this way. If Zion goes back to Duke and wins a national championship or is great next year and looks even better that's another year for him to develop as a player to work on his shot to work on his game he could be an even better prospect by next year and more ready to come right into the nba and make an impact i mean think about he can go back to duke to where he's loved to the college game where he enjoyed playing he could potentially win a national championship and i understand that he could turn down millions right now But if he really doesn't want to go to New Orleans, he has that option. He hasn't signed with an agent yet. He hasn't signed a shoe contract. He can easily go back to college if he feels that next year could be a better opportunity for him. Or he can do the more unpopular thing and refuse to sign. It's funny because when athletes do this, they get blasted for doing this. But isn't it funny how it usually works? John Elway didn't want to play for the Baltimore Colts because they were a dysfunctional organization, which was proven true the next offseason when in the middle of the night, they packed up moving trucks and moved to Indianapolis. Eli Manning did not want to play for the San Diego Chargers because it was an ownership that didn't like playing players and was not a good organization in getting talent. And oh, by the way, they moved from San Diego to Los Angeles to a city where they probably should have done a little bit more market research because no one cares that the Chargers are in Los Angeles. Both those quarterbacks ended up getting Hall of Fame careers and winning two Lombardi trophies apiece. I say it worked out pretty well for them, right? The NBA... If we want to talk about athletes with power, there is no league in this country where the players have more power than in the NBA. Zion could easily say, look, I'm not playing for you. You can trade my rights. You can trade them to the Knicks. You can trade them to get more players. But if you draft me, I am not playing for you. I will sit out a year. I will go abroad a year. And I know that terrifies New Orleans, and they're at the point where they're saying, all right, well, you can sit out a year. But for Zion, I think it's a play he should try if he really does not want to go to New Orleans, if he really wants to go somewhere else. Players in the NBA use leverage all the time to get traded and get to markets where they want. Why can't Zion? Zion, arguably, even though he has not stepped on an NBA court, you can make the case He's one of the most powerful players in the NBA and he hasn't even played in the NBA because of how big of a star he's become, because of his name recognition, because of how big of a brand he will be. He understands how his value is. He saw what his value to just Duke in college basketball was last year. He understands he will be in the NBA and will have incredible value. He's already stated he wanted to be in New York and was disappointed when New York didn't get the number one pick. And the collective NBA world was like, yeah, it's kind of a bummer Zion's not in New York. And I know New Orleans doesn't want to hear this, but they already got the lottery ticket before in Anthony Davis. How would that turn out? They're not going to get, Zion's going to come into this league, but he won't be as productive as Anthony Davis is right now. But even with that, Anthony Davis wants to leave because they can't get pieces there. And the front office didn't exactly help him out. And they really buried him and made him look bad in the public eye. And they've hurt his trade value. So Zion could look at that and saying, do I really want to be the next Anthony Davis? It's funny because in life, we want a crystal ball. We want to see our future, right? We want to know if we do X in our life if we choose this job what will the next 3 years of our life will be if i choose job b what will the next 3 years of my life be if i'm with this person what will my life be compared to if they weren't in my life we would love a crystal ball to see the future zion's got one it's called anthony davis that's his future it is play for new orleans even though he'll be a bigger brand than anthony davis but be in new orleans be in the west where you likely at best will be an eighth seed in the playoffs where you're not going to get great free agents to come and play with you and after four or five years you will want to get out of there and if you do the right thing and say look i want to leave i'm going to allow you to trade me to get some assets the team will bury you and you will become a pariah in the eyes of the fan base i mean his future it's It's incredible. He has the crystal ball right in front of him. It's Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is a superstar. And he can't do anything in New Orleans. And people say, I'm picking on the Pelicans. Do we even remember that the Pelicans weren't a team 20 years ago? A few years ago, they weren't even the Pelicans. They were the Hornets. They moved from Charlotte to New Orleans, where it was so bad that the league had to step in and own the team for a couple of years. And even with Anthony Davis in the playoffs, they can't sell playoff games with Anthony Davis. New Orleans is a great party city, a great football city, a great college football city. It's not a big NBA city. It's not. You saw the other night, the passion Nick fans, when how upset they were when they realized they weren't getting Zion. You saw bars filled with Nick fans losing their minds when they got the third pick. Outside of seeing the boardrooms, did you see New Orleans fans taking to the street celebrating that they got Zion? No, because basketball's not that big of a deal there. It's not that big of a deal for them. And they've already gotten the lottery ticket and they couldn't do anything with it. So for Zion, to me, sit out or go back to school. Either option works. Sit down and demand a trade. Sell them to New Orleans. Look, I'm not coming here. Get a bunch of draft picks and get a bunch of players for me. Because I'm going to give you two options. I'm either going to not play for you or I'm going to go back to school. I'm giving you the chance to trade me. But if you don't, I can easily go back to school. Because he can go back to college. He can go work on his game and be a more developed, polished prospect By the time he comes up next year, he can work on his three-point shot. He can work on his mid-range game. He can do that and go back to college in a sport that would love him to be there, into a university, into a campus, into a great coach. I mean, Zion's got outs here. He can go back to school if he wants to. What did John Elway have in his negotiation? He could go to baseball. Eli didn't have that. But he did threaten to sit out the entire season. And you look, they were right. We don't like it when athletes hold out. We don't like it as fans. But usually when they hold out, they're right. They don't trust the organization. And I do believe that New Orleans finally has a good general manager. But that organization, I don't trust them. And Zion's got a unique perspective because he has the future in front of him. With Anthony Davis, he sees that. And Anthony Davis even said, with the number one pick, he still wants out. He still wants out. He could get a good young player around him, and he still wants out. He could get the most money from New Orleans. He could get the biggest contract from the Pelicans, and he still wants out. That tells me he doesn't like the front office. He doesn't trust the front office, and he wants out. And Zion's going to be in position for New Orleans. Even if you get him, do you believe he's going to be there for 10 years? Because when that first contract comes up, don't forget, he's going to get a massive shoe deal day one. He could easily, after that first contract, say, you know what? I got my shoe money. I'm not coming back to New Orleans. I'm going to be in the prime of my career. I can take a one-year contract so next year I can get the max with the team. I can go to New York, I can go to L.A., I can go to a bigger market, I could go to Chicago, I could go to Miami, I have more options, I don't want to play in New Orleans. And for people saying, oh, you know, he might, did you see his reaction? Zion, the kid who always has a big smile on his face on the basketball court, always laughing, always smiling, he looked completely devastated and he's already said, look, the Knicks, I wanted to play there. And did you notice how he got out of the room pretty quick? It's because I think he realized, I'm not happy, and I don't want people to see that I'm unhappy. And I don't want to do something I might regret because the Pelicans had the number one pick. I did a whole thing about how I didn't like this whole draft lottery system. But for Zion, it's rough because you're going to go to a city where basketball isn't even the number one sport, it's football, to a franchise where they can't sell out even with a great star, and a great star who's doing everything he can to leave. It's not good optics. So for Zion, I think it's not a bad idea to either A, hold out, and tell New Orleans, look, I'm not playing, you can trade me, and if you don't trade me, I'm going to go back to college, because he hasn't signed a deal yet. He has the option to go back to Duke. And if he goes back to Duke, I know people are afraid about him getting hurt, but he'll be the number one pick next year. I can guarantee that. And going back to Duke, working with one of the best basketball coaches on the planet, he could be an even better prospect and make bigger impact day one in the NBA when he comes in the draft next year. Because he can work on his mid-range. He can work on his jumper. He can work on his three-point shot. He can work on his passing. He can do a lot of work in college with Duke next year. And if he wins a national championship with Duke. We're talking about how good his stock is now. will be even higher. He'll come in with two years of college basketball. Two years of college greatness. And a national championship. And he'll have another year of development. Getting more physically fit. Getting his body right. Being able to work on his game. So when he comes to the NBA. He's not overwhelmed like some of these young kids. So for Zion, it's a bold strategy, but it may be in your best interest not to go to New Orleans, whether that's holding out or going back to school. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Make sure you follow and subscribe wherever you are viewing. That's on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, Spotify, and apple and itunes podcasts basically wherever podcasts are available check us out on youtube and if you'd like to get in contact with us or check out some of our content you've always go to twitter at rich sports talk on instagram and twitter and of course email us rich sports talk at gmail.com but until next time i'm your host nolan rich and this is rich sports talk